Okay, friends. So this is um, VOD number four of L and theoretically the last VOD, the last VOD that I had planned. We'll see. Maybe we'll do something next week. Obviously, Sunday is Rosh Hashanah for everybody. But maybe Monday or Tuesday afternoon, perhaps. I'll send out if so, but we can assume this will be the last one. But uh, the good news from my perspective is that I can't let this avoda of Daniel Kavskusko midstream. I think we're onto something big here, and we're making a lot of progress and headway. And why switch to something else? And as I built the voda over Elul, because it was a very good Elul voda, but it seems silly for me to it seems silly to stop here. Because that's going against a little bit the net the general wisdom is to start something new with the newsman, but but I don't think it's wise to do that. I think it would really be getting off midstream. Okay, so our vote of last week was to try to see 10 things, 10 nice things in people a day and to see them, noting, and we said to be misspelled, to be moved by them. Just explain that those two ideas again. Seeing as I intellectually receive something and being misspelled means to be moved. And a lot of times we don't understand that, you know, intellectual people especially, that's why sometimes people are, are drawn too early to Hasidus and things like that because they don't find his spilus. They don't, they don't find the move being moved and experience in, in uh, the more Lithuanian uh, Musa type thing, which, of course, it's very much there. I remember my Rebbe said to me one time, he thinks that Revolba is Kulo Lev. You know, Revolba spoke in kind of a monotone, and he needed to be someone like Rabbi Yaakov Friedman, uh, Tzadik, uh, to see that Revolba was all heart, but he was all heart. And I, I have many, many proofs of this. He said, now's not the time that a lot. I, so I remember seeing my Rebbe, Sikushalevsky, who I'll mention again, it was uh, Eli Otsum, you know, a genius of the highest caliber and a highly intellectual person. I remember seeing him at a Levaya bowling. Um, but you don't always see that part where Pasidis, it's more demonstrated. But okay, that was just on the, on the, uh, I could say I'm as late, but, but either way, what part of what we want to do is not just to see other people's good things. We want to be, be moved by them, that it should affect our emotions a little bit. That's what it means to be moved by something. If we're people who can't get moved, okay, that's a whole abode on its own, but that, that would be the goal. Now, this was such a tremendous avoda, and I don't say this about everything. Some people say this about everything. I would call it life-changing. Life-changing. I'll get back to that point. I think someone who would see 10 nice things that other you didn't do a day would make that as a Kabbalah from themselves, their life would be changed. There is so much beauty all around us, we are blind to it. Right? We're concerned with ourselves, but when you open our eyes, it's mamish all around us, all around us. And there is an inspiring, delicious world around us. I was thinking that there are probably three main reasons why we don't see the good. And each reason is important on its own. And each reason needs a hisponus or something to think about. And hopefully we'll be able to focus on it maybe in the winter. I already put a note for myself to a little bit focus on this. One is, and always important, to, always important, we're just lacking training. And we have a very bad habit of not seeing the good. See, a lot of times someone will get up and say, Mashiach will get up and say, the door is this, the door is that. The thing is, like like, like, like Tzimar said about Tino Kishnish, but a lot of times we're just Tino Kishnish, we don't even know. No one ever told us, maybe. Like, maybe we never really realized that part of our job in Yiddishkeit is to don the and see the good in other people. You know, here, there, there. So we're not trained. And by the way, I emphasize again, it's always good to think when you hear something new that you want to try to do, am I trained in this or not? And the, the first, you know, say like, how come you don't drive a car? I don't know how to drive a car. Oh, oh, really? Oh, so it's not because of my guy, and it's not because my bad meat is not because my casa just don't know how to do it. So a lot of times the answer is very simple. We just don't know how. And the nice thing to know is that, that the answer is therefore to learn how. Okay. But that is one reason, just lacking training and habitually not like that. Two is we get distracted with the nasal voice. That's my mantra, right? We hear the nasal voice 
and we don't hear the obviously Yisrael, we don't hear the religiosity, we don't hear the dvekas in the in the voice of the Kohen. We're distracted by the nasal voice. And three, this we haven't said it all yet, but it's a very powerful thing. We're too self-centered on ourselves to let the light of others flow in. Right? We're 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 so we're so in our own world, just naturally, that it's hard for us to see. I remember I commented to my friend Pinchas Lubavik one time when we were talking about our Rebbe, Rabbi Yaakov Friedman. And uh, we were talking about, even though Rabbi Yaakov is such a, you know, a massive Talmud Chacham, someone was holding in Shas, Mamish, and Medrash, and Ramchal, and Allah Halamaisa, or Yaakov's Mamish uh, is, is incredible, Adam Gadol, in his, in, his, in his scope. But he, like, he picks up on people a lot. You know, and even not, I don't mean tell me them. He just, like, knows a lot of people. I used to notice a lot. And I asked him one time, like, what is it? He said, you know, when you don't spend so much time looking at yourself, you can really see other people. <laughs> what happens when we go to a wedding? Am I going to sit? What am I going to eat? Who am I going to sit with? How about How about Are they going to be mechabed? Will I get a good seat? Not a good seat? How should I do with the And, and so we're, we're really self-centered on ourselves, and we're not necessarily open to seeing other people. So he was saying that Rabbi Yaakov, in a little bit of time, can pick up on a lot of people because he's looking and he's analyzing. And he's at. So those are three reasons I think that we're, and each reason I hope you appreciate is a, is a good reason, you know, it's something on its own. We're not trained. We we get distracted from the good by the na- nasally voice. And three, we um, we're self centered. We're in our own world in a very very big way. That's not that's different than being a balgai, but just it, our our point of reference is very much ourself all the time, and that's what we're masasig with. That's what we're busy with. And when we're busy with ourselves, we're less less room to see the beauty in other people. Okay. Oh. Well, in a deeper way, sometimes we're worried. Maybe that maybe his beauty will take away from my beauty. Okay, that's a little bit more gaivadik, but but okay. So now, only because I was working on this, I got this amazing Misa. And I'm gonna tell you to the best of my ability the exactly the way it was, because it doesn't need embellishment, and embellishment would just take away. So I'm sitting on the bus, the 68 bus, which I often take every morning, basically. And um the Israeli buses have some roads which are which are facing forward and some face some that are facing back, four seaters, etc. So I'm sitting wherever I'm sitting, right right of the bus, basically. There's a totally Chiloni fellow to my eyes, sitting about two or three rows ahead of me, facing me. He happened, he happened to be facing me, meaning the way his seat was, but he wasn't directly facing me, but he was, you know, about, I don't know, eight feet away or something like that. So I start looking at him. I'm trying to think about Don and the Kavskos and all this. And I say to myself a little smugly, you know, what does this guy have to teach me? I'm kind of like, you know, maybe he has something to teach me. Maybe I was wondering, maybe I was smug a little. I can't remember exactly, but but Baruch, that was going on. I just want to tell you how this guy looked. First off, he had what we had. Excuse me, I know there are ladies on here also. I don't know the way you call it. They, they call it a wife beater. I mean, he wasn't even wearing a T-shirt with sleeves. It was a sleeveless T-shirt. You know what I mean? Just the, the sleeveless. Aaron, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know my Ron Lanoach wears those, but with sitsis and a shirt and a jacket on top. And on Shabbos, uh, a frock. My brother wears a frock. He's a Roshiva, he's Israeli Roshiva, so he has to wear a frock now, unfortunately. For him. But okay, tank top. Exactly. Thank you. It's a tank top. Thank you, Arne. my dear Talmud and friend. So he's wearing a tank top. He's got very short cropped hair, not not bald, but very, very short. Definitely, we'll call it halachic. And he's wearing shorts, looking at shorts, and kind of like a gaudy necklace. Okay, that's a scene. Uh, a diminutive fellow, maybe five five, five six. I don't know. I don't figure out people in in uh, in, in centimeters. You know, someone says that his uh, wife wants to divorce him because he's un-American. He says, "My goodness, I should have seen that coming a kilometer away." And anyway, so the fellow, 
is sitting there and I'm watching it. Okay. <laughs> I'm just telling it how it is. I was thinking not to say this, but a very large Hasidish fellow is standing behind him and kind of, um, as happens sometimes in a bus, and it wasn't that full of bus, important to note, it was kind of crowding his space. I mean, there's a way to stand next to someone where you give them space. It's a bus. There's a way to kind of crowd their space. And I noticed that he, he's, he's not noticing me watch noticing him, but I'm definitely see this scene. And I personally am very much into my own space. We even discussed it on the VOD. Part of the reason I discussed it is because I think it's a good avoda. We discussed it, remember, Aaron, about chesed, giving people their space, uh, et cetera. Backpacks, some people run into each other with backpacks. So sometimes, you know, you're in a very, very tight area. It's unavoidable. Sometimes it's highly avoidable and you have to be respectful that the person has this space. So I would say that this large Hasidic fellow was probably twice his size. And I'm sure he didn't mean any wrong, but he was crowding him. And for sure that fellow didn't mean any wrong. And the guy noticed it because I saw he was like turning around. You know, sometimes when not he, he wasn't turning around to get a message, he was just sometimes when something's happening, you turn around to check it. Okay, good. Now, now I got something interesting. So, so I'm, I, I want to see how this is going to unfold. And then the large Hasidisha fellow was Higdialasos, that his mamish leans on the chair. Before he was just crowding the space from the back. This fellow didn't see him, right? I see, I saw the face of the of my guy, my Chiloni fellow, and the back of the Hasidisha guy. And first I noticed him crouched, standing too close, like maybe his shirt is on him a little bit. And then his mamish like leaning on the chair, right? Like he's making himself comfortable on the chair, and which is totally inappropriate. We'll get back to that. Don't worry. And um, and I'm watching my fellow. So he turns around again, but doesn't say anything. And by this point, I for sure would have said something. I believe, friends, I've trained myself enough that I wouldn't have said something sharp. Uh, but, you know, unabashedly, I would probably say to my moving a little bit, which I don't think is a bad thing to do. Okay, but I'm, I'm trying to think, what's going to happen, you know? <laughs> so finally, what happens? My guy moves. He moves. He moved to the seat opposite him. He sat next to a young Haredi lady. Okay, that was cute. And But I was very mispaul. As opposed to saying anything, he got up. Okay. So already I already have a story for the VOD. I wasn't looking at this for to have a story for the VOD. I was looking at myself. But to me, that's a very nice thing. Because so often when we're in a compromised situation, I know in shul sometimes, someone will sit too close to me, so I'll tell him, move over. You know, I could just move over a little bit myself. Why not? Okay, but this guy, that's what he did. He didn't He didn't say anything. He didn't peep in it. Fine. I get off the Tachan America. The Hasidish fellow continues. My friend continued, gets off the bus with me. So I think maybe to give him a little chizuk and maybe to, to know that not all religious people are like that. I know, I don't know what he's walking away. I say to him, you know, Aniriti I saw what you did. It was very nice. What does he say to me? Shum davar. No, it means anything. He didn't use those words. He mamish didn't take it. So such a beautiful limud. Here's this guy, you know, getting 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 squashed by someone twice his size, religious person. He doesn't say anything, doesn't bother him. And and uh and he even has a shame kind about him, and he wasn't walking away with a taina. And he didn't he he could have said to me, Ken, 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 Ken La Marti you know, that's how probably I would have felt. You know, Cain, I would say, no, Shum Davar. And he, I saw he meant it. He mamish meant it. So here you have it, friends. You know, and I, I remembered afterwards, the Bible says you can learn a lot from the bus drivers. If we open our eyes, and it was only because I was looking to see something that I saw something. So it was a beautiful lesson. You don't have to, you don't have to speak out to people. You don't, certainly don't have to be tough with people. You don't have to be nasty to them. You can move your own seat. And you can even not have a time on a person afterwards. Nifla. Mamish Nifla. Now, I just want to add, in a certain way, 
when you see the mice the first time, so so who's the Tinoch Shanishba? The guy in the tank top is the Tinoch Shanishba, and the Chassid is 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 the is the firm. But we learn from Tzvi Meyer. Let's talk about now Daniel Kapsulus, our our Chassidish friend. He was, I believe, he's a, he's a Tinoch Shanishba. The guy by this point of giving people space. It could be because in Chassidus is they they. They 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 squeeze a lot, you know. Hasidim have to in Eretz Yisrael. I'm not talking about in Milwaukee. Hasidim Eretz Yisrael have to squeeze a lot into you know s- small spaces, and I don't in Lakapskus. Therefore, even they get in the world, sometimes they don't realize that you know it's not you're not in you're not in X base Medrash now with five thousand people at Simchat Beisheweva. You don't have to push. You don't have to squeeze. So, but 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 so but but now, but let's not. We don't have to be anti-Semitic, you know. Well, Don Himlikovskos, he was he, the chassid was a tinok shenishba, so I loved it. So the lesson when you when you look at the two of them, you'd say, and I'm not one of these guys always making the chilonim right and the and the haredim wrong. That's not me. I'm, that's not part of my life at all. And I think that's trafe and puzzle. People are like that, but it was that was the situation here. The the I would look and say, here's the tinok shenishba sitting, and and the the tzaddik is standing. By the end of the trip, I said it's a tinok shenishba standing linyanza, and and the and the tzaddik linyanza was. Was sitting, so it was, it was a nice message for me. Today, today I had a little time. Came to Yeshiva late, and um, I'm in a base medrash. We finished first seder, we daven, and then I'm looking around. Another mice show, not as dramatic, but there's a rosh kol behind me for lunch, eating a plain roll. Zehu, one of his avrechem to the left of me. I don't know these guys. I don't know any of their names. I've seen them before, but the rosh kol I've seen. I don't even know his name. He's very learning. He's very nice. He has a nice little five, six, seven guy call. Not a major thing. The guy next to him is Avreich, a cucumber. A cucumber. So what would I usually say? Very nice. Because I'm working on it. I said, look at this. Here's a guy. No meal for, for Dveikas and Torah. Eating a cucumber. That's his lunch. Maybe afterwards I saw he took out something else. But steiging with a cucumber. Steiging with a cuke. And the Rosh Kolo, it's got a roll. So it's in front of us all the time. We just have to see. Now, now be misbonen on that. For a person, for 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 Torah, is being most nefesh to have a small meal. Beautiful. What what do we have to do? We have to tease out the good, to tease out the good, to pull out the good, to to see it. It's there. We have to train ourselves to pull it. And there's tremendous good around this, around the Orthodox Jews and the non-Orthodox Jews, right? But we're not trained to see it. Like I said, the opposite. We have years of training, I speak to myself, in not seeing the good, right? And either not realizing it or getting distracted by the nasal voice, getting distracted by the nasal voice, or being toughest in ourselves, or sometimes, you know, sometimes there is something we want to understand people. Like, I have been trained by my Rebbeim, and Rabbi Sorrell talks about this in the Gareth, to see, you have to see the negative. But I think sometimes we go too far with that because there's something called seeing negatives, right? There, there is a Torah about that. The world isn't rosy, and you have to understand how people work. You have to understand the negative ways people work. Litoeles part of the time, but I think sometimes we we get stuck in that hashkaf of always seeing the bad and always always finding like the wrong thing in everybody. That the wrong, you know. Let's let's see where the mice wasn't complete enough. What did he? Where, where's where's the tiny off of came? So again, it's it's a balance. It's a balance. I don't I don't claim to have always the balance right between seeing the good. And, and learning from the bad. And there's definitely something called learning from the bad. But uh, we've overdone it, okay? We have overdone it. So, another thing, I, lo- I was looking at someone davening today. You know, davening with a scrunchy face. Yeah? Well, it's like this. Uh, the people listening to this can't see it with a scrunchy face. So, again, what do you see? So, usually I see it's a scrunchy face. Why, why is davening so scrunchy? 
I don't think I'm so scrunchy. It's a funny sounding word, scrunchy. But then why not see the Kavana? It's true he has a scrunchy face. Maybe you don't have to scrunch your face, but the Kavana is beautiful. He's mamish telling the Bronishol. So here, that's the point. You got you to gotta see this, everybody. It's teasing out, not getting stuck in the negative part of the story, which really, me walking away and saying he has a scrunchy face is not going to give me anything. What does it give me? I saw you with a scrunchy face. But if I see a yin who had kavana, that can move me. Appreciate that. And now I want to say something deeper. We are all mushba misvivav. Every single one of person listening to this, the person speaking about this, everybody. We are mushba from ourselves, Sviva. We are affected by atmosphere. The Raman Paskins this and Epos Deus. Anybody who has his eyes open knows it. That's why you have to be very careful where you live. You have to live amongst Yerushimayim and you have to live with people, Shemir Smith, just live with people, Chesed. Uh, live with people, live within their means as you as you define that, because we are all, and it's funny that we know, but we don't really, you think it doesn't apply to us, it applies to us. Right? We are all affected by who we live. Now, that means the more you, you have to, of course, make the right moves to live in the best area you can and be surrounded by the best people you can. Right? But the more we can make people true tzaddikim, We'll have a better hashpa also. Am I around? <laughs> am I around a bunch of people who have scrunchy faces? Or am I around a bunch of people who have down with kavana? Scrunchy face, kavana. Nasal voice, obviously sural. If I'm seeing the nasal voice, I'm not seeing the obviously sural, and I'm not being affected by it, and I'm not being mushbalatov. Yes, believe me. You know, it's an amazing thing that, you know, there are so many books today about the mind one and mind two, conscious mind, our subconscious mind, you know, and we know that most of what's happening to us is subconscious and feelings and things like that. Tons of psychological books and self-help books talk about this theme. I'm sure you've all heard it, but we're all picking up things all the time. So if our sviva is a, is a, is a sviva of Torah, of a bavoda, and it's there, I'm not saying to make it where it's something that's not there, right? We're talking about people who are there. You're around the yeshiva, you're in a shul. There's so much to see that's positive. There's so much, so much chesed in our community, so much philanthropy in our community. But if we're, you know, you, you could see a gvir giving money and say a Torah why he's not giving enough. Or you could see that someone gave from his hard-earned money. If you see gave from his hard-earned money, that'll be much beyond you to want to give from your hard-earned money also. Yeah. Okay. I was reflecting on my Roshir Tsikushalevsky, I mentioned before. He is a very, very big genius. You know, and above his tummy, him in a certain way. He's what we call an Eli. I think uh, Rav David, the famous uh, Rav David Gottlieb of Orsameh said, who we learned there for a year, he was a professor of analytical philosophy, I think, at Johns Hopkins, top university. And he said in a certain way that Rav was the smartest person ever he ever heard. I heard he said this, and I had occasion to speak to him one time, and I asked him, he said to me, in a, I can't remember which way he said, he said, in a certain way, Rav Sikuchlevsky, Mori Varabi, is the smartest person he ever saw. So he was a really, really smart guy. And what I mean to say, there was a certain, like, he, he wasn't like, uh, he wouldn't give a vod like this. He was, uh, he was, he was up there. He was, uh, you know, as a Gon Olam, Mamash, uh, Yashiv, all the ribbons and shots and all the things. Uh, but I remember how he had an ability always to see, like, the night, especially around, especially around Hassanim. He would tease out the points, and he wouldn't say the same Torah about every Hassan. He would tease out, what, what was this? And he would check sometimes with some of the Talmudim. Is, I want to say this about him. Is this true? And things like that. I think because he was Elish. But he, 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 but he was looking for the good in his Talmudim. You know, he was looking for the good. He, he, was, he was finding the good. 
And now when we, when we get into this, friends, we start to understand these stories about Sadiqim, how they take it very far. You wonder, like, how in the world did how, how in the world did the Haley Kedusha Slavi, which by the way, Kedusha Slavi was a gone olam. You know, you think, oh, he's probably like this nice little Rebola that you know had a garital and he's saying uh, sweet things and he you know just dons everybody cops chus because he wasn't that smart. The Kedusha Slavi was a gone olam. I haven't learned that much Kedusha Slavi, but I know from things I've read and things I've seen and things the way the way others sp- speak about it. It was a gone in Kabbalah. It was a gone in in Shas. He knew everything. It was a it was something unbelievable. The Kedusha Slavi. Talmud and Magen Mezrich, what we expect. So, 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 what? Really, the wagon driver is really. Come on, come on. You know, the guy's smoking, but he put it away. So, yeah, that's the point because they were because they were teasing out the good parts. It's true the guy smoked on Shabbos, but look, when the Talmud Chacham came by, he put out a cigarette. So, so, what does that mean? That means yes, some covenant. Not he didn't have to put out the cigarette, and he's teasing. He's pulling that part out. Of the story, uh, that's what he's being matired. That at first there, that Zadik and Ramala things also. I don't, I don't understand the whole avoda, but by seeing that they're pulling, he's pulling it out. He's pulling it, out. and it's true. Think about it, right? That a guy goes by you on Shabbos and he's smoking and he puts out a cigarette. So you say, "Oh, you're just smoking on Shabbos. It's a terrible thing, terrible thing." But you know what? He put out a cigarette because of uh, because of because he saw. He saw an Erlich go past him. He's mode of Erev, that's called. An Erev, and you can count him for an Erev. He's not possible for an Erev because of that Misa. You know, Rav Hutner said, Rav Hutner, I wasn't planning on saying this, but the great Rav Hutner, one time he was in a taxi, and the taxi driver put on his cap. And what was Rav Hutner's comments? Who knows how much reward? Because the Rashiva got in the house. Rav Hutner was somebody to see, Right? But Rufuna was looking. He's like Lamais is covered You know, he 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 was he they were they were looking to see the Shankite of Klaiso and they're looking to, to but but again, that's what I'm saying. That mice about mice no again, it could be if we would do the Kadushus Levi, it would be just a joke. So don't do it, because if we're not on that level, just to say that this, then it's a joke. But the Kadushus Levi wasn't joking. He he meant it that this that this is the point. Look. Look at your kids that after all the gullus, when they see a Tamil Chacham, they're embarrassed that they're smoking on Shabbos. Look at that. Look, look, look at that. You pull that out, you pull that out. So I think I think again that we're not we're not trying to be the Kedusha Slavi, but as we get into the Savoda and, and as we see things and open up ourselves to a world which is a lot more inspiring, a lot more rich, and a lot more religious, and a lot more happy, and a lot more spiritual than the world we could see the same world we start to understand the derchat sadiq and those who take things out of self and go further and further and further and see more and more of the panemius and more and more of that how they could do that i'm i, I don't mean to go too far afield but i'm reminded one time that i saw a letter that uh, the rav cook wrote i think to the ridbaz the ridbaz the rav of Tzfat had a uh, tain on him he said you're being a car of these people this one they're so far off so Cook said, you don't understand. I only am a car of the people I sense that their neshama is, is something very high. I can't remember the exact letter. There are people who saw more in people. Okay, that's another level. That's that's not for us. But 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 what is for us is to see the nice things. A kid off the derech. You know, you can see a kid off the derech. He's just angry. Or you can see he's trying. It's a different world. Is he angry or is he trying? Is he is he, is he, he's he's struggling or is he is he he's angry? He really he really hates the Rabbanim. Them. They don't hate their bonus. They don't have religious people. They hate the way that their father made them feel a long time, and they didn't. Uh, we all know that, but you have to tease it out and look at look at look at how he's trying. Look at look at how far. I just read. And I feel it's a mitzvah, especially you know, Rufuna lost his daughter recently, and uh, Ryan Schechter. 
So they had an article by Ramayana Shechter who said that a girl came to speak to him who was, it sounded like she was going on OTD a little bit or something like that, and she had to wait for an hour. He was a busy person, and she she was mechutzif to her. We came from Brooklyn, or wherever we came from, waited, now we have to wait for an hour. She said, oh, a Yiddish Amedala, you know, saying has the spirit of the Ruach that held us over the Doris. I think he meant it. You know, I think I think he meant it. I, thought, I think he was saying that. Okay, so so here's the point, fellas. And uh, any ladies that are listening, the choice is ours. That's you have to believe. This is not, I'm speaking in a historistic way. It's a question of choice. There are, I guarantee, I promise you, if you live in an Orthodox community, and probably even if you don't live in Orthodox, but closer, if you live in an Orthodox community, you are surrounded by nice mice. You might be surrounded by other things also, but you are surrounded by nice mice. So the choice is ours to find a world where those mice are, are filling us up all around from our Talmudim, from our mentors, of course, but not just, don't, it's a mistake. It's a mistake every just reading Gedolim books. It's a big, big mistake. My inspiration is from Gedolim. That's very nice, your inspiration from Gedolim. But it's not just Gedolim. It's Gedolim are there and everybody else is nothing. It's me and the Gedolim. No, they're Gedolim books, very good. That's something else. But there are people around you who aren't Gedolim. They're not Ramosha Feinstein. You know, I don't do that. That's not, but they have great things. There's beautiful Chesed. There's beautiful Avodah. There's beautiful Tvekas. You know how much Tvekas there is in, this, in, in the world today? How many people are being shy for Tvekas? It wasn't like that 40, 50 years ago. 60 years ago, all these slichas, and I don't like everything they're doing with the slichas, but what, what, what's driving it? Why are people staying up one thirty at night? They have nothing better to do. You know, people far away to hear, hear Naftali Kempa, to hear this one, to go to Sephardi slichas. Klai Yisrael is driving. People want, but we can be inspired by it. And that's, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean I have to do the same musical Abdal or whatever, to make us the, the, the musical slichas in my issue the way they do it, or is it, I don't know exactly, but 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 what is it? What's going on? Why are people going to Uman? We can make fun of Uman. Why, why are people going? What, what, what's the vort? You know, I mean, so I know there's some really, some people going to Uman for bad reasons. Look, I'm not talking about that. Well, what's what's going on over there? Tvekas, Tvekas, Tvekas. People going and crying their heads off at all. I'm, I'm not a wrestler, I really am very, very far from it. I don't, I don't feel special cashier to it. I don't learn it. You know, I've been learning it for years. I remember a little bit from a Blachman, but I'm open. My eyes are open. People tell me they go, then they're blown away. I know. I have to tell me them to go. I know. I know where they're going. No, it's all, it's all, it's all. You know, it's not. It's not. Why? Why would making Kali so so small? Okay. So, so we need another week of this. All right. I think I advise doing exactly the same as thing as last week. You got to finish up. Believe that I'm going to try. See ten nice things a day. Try. You know, try. Ten is a great number, but try to see ten and be misspelled. Be moved by some of them. Yeah. Just to finish up, we're right now before Rosh Hashanah. When we ask Hashem to see us positively, and we we know, right, that Misha someone who judges favorably, someone who sees, only loves he who loves Klai Yisrael, because I'll say, someone who sees positively individually, and then Koshkin Klai Yisrael, the Rosham loves him, Hashem will tell us Mamish, now is the time, one minute. Yeah, and how great it'd be for someone on, be, on Rosh Hashanah itself to judge positively and to be positive, you know? A person makes sure to get its sweet, sweet apple. You know, you'll yell at your wife, where are the sweet apples? Where's the honey? Honey, where's the honey? Yeah. You know what? You have to be a sweet apple. <laughs> Jim Meyer says. <laughs> it's a school of people. Oh, where's the school? You know, so you'll get angry and not down the cops. Where's the apple? Where's the apple? You're Meshuggah. You're crazy. You have to be sweet. The big, the biggest school of her sweet years for you to be sweet. The apple's also nice. Why not? Dip an apple in the honey. Make a bracha loud and clear. But you, we have to be sweet on Rosh Hashanah. This one needs to be sweet, yeah. Someone will be kabbal on themselves. I want to take one step forward. We didn't, we didn't get to the end of the vodi yet, so I'm not right. We now, 
we try at the end of everything we do that everybody should make one Kabbalah forever. But if someone, if this would be the Kabbalah someone would make forever, and again, we haven't gotten to the end yet, but at least think about it. If this would be the thing you have a Kabbalah, I, for the rest of my life, will try, believe every single day to find 10 good things in Yidin, it would be a different life. It would be good in this world and the next world, good in this world because you'd see a much more positive world, you see a much more ruchnistic world, you're affected by things, and for sure good in the next world because the Bronisha would love you more and more. I wish everybody much at Slacha in this avod and all the great avodas of Rosh Hashanah. It's a tremendous day, a day of a day of seeing, a day of Rosh, a day of seeing things in the right way, a day of seeing Malchus Yisbar, and a day for us to understand how all members of Klai are part of the Malchus, and the more we see them beautifully, and the more we bring them in, the more they will be part of the Malchus, and the more we'll be part of the Malchus. I'm in Kenya Ritzon. Shana Tovah